We never left. The, the never-ending energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it self-fuels. Yeah, it never goes away. Yeah. So we had uh, a few episodes ago, we talked about, uh, was it Zone of Peace? But, um, and, and it's different than the comfort zone. Because I had somebody ask me about, like, you know, is that, is that like your comfort zone? And they're like, no, the Zone of Peace was just kind of like you're like, quiet it's, it's kind of like your like safe safe zone right, right but, yeah. but it's really more like your um to keep your sanctity right but when you look at comfort zone like not just like personal space like physical zone but a comfort zone the closer you are to that comfort zone the less resistance there is and there's less growth the yeah. further away you go comes with that resistance. Yeah. But that's where growth happens. Absolutely. That's why you got to get uncomfortable. You got to you got to get out of your comfort zone. I'm trying to remember the movie that I was in. He's basically so he's he's getting married and uh so he's got this guy like coaching him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh he takes him to this party and he's like, ah, no, like I can't be. And he's like, listen, I got to get you comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. That's a good one. So until you get to that point, then, you know, you got to be comfortable with that. Right. So on the one hand, you have like the homeostasis, our, our body, like a thermostat tries to kind of keep it level. It, it has its like comfort zone. And it wants to keep it there. Yeah. And it's not necessarily healthy. It just likes it there. <laughs> so if you've gotten used to a certain thing, whether it's running or just laying down on the couch. Chips and, and queso. Chips and queso. Like that's your comfort zone. So then it's just like, it's time, buddy. <laughs> and we need to just lay down now. So, um, to get out of those habits, to get out of that comfort zone, um, there's a struggle against what you're used to. And in order to get to that next level, you have to get past it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to go yo-yo back. Um, so let's talk about learning. How do, how do you learn? Very visual. You're more of a visual person. Hands-on. But do you like... Let's say you watch like a YouTube of something. Uh Is it, does it happen just from watching it or do you have to actually do it? Then, then, then it like really kicks in. I actually watch it a couple times and then I can normally go do it. Right. But then after you do it, they say even like when you teach somebody else, that's when you've like really, that's where like I think like group tutoring and stuff helps because. You may have learned something, and then when you go to explain it to somebody, like you may take killer notes, right? But then when you go to explain it to somebody else, so now you've heard something. It resonated with you, and now you tell it, you tell a story, you kind of do a rendition of it. Now I think it kind of goes from like more like a temporary to like a more of like a permanent skill, right? Now, why is learning important? Well. Like, like you said, if you're stagnant, then you're not growing. So why so, is growing important? Well, 
I think that it's health, it's everything that comes along with it because the struggle within learning something actually makes you grow, so makes a purpose for you. Okay. I, I've always looked at not, like I've coined the happy stupid. Like I've, I've talked about that as a, as a term. Ignorance is bliss because you just don't know enough. Right. But as you begin to learn, there is this like point where you realize first, first thing to realize is that I don't know much. And it might even, your homeostasis might even say, run back to the unknown where it was nice and happy. Yeah. Well, so it's funny you say that because one of my mentors, um, he always says, I'm the stupid person in the room until you prove me wrong. There you go. There you go. And that's the attitude he takes. Like, I'll let you go, but once you prove to me that you don't know what you're talking about, then I step in. Then I step in. So... That's where, like, I think the strive to attain knowledge is important. Well, and what I love about that statement is, is it he goes in where with eyes, not I guess not uh, an open mind, if mm-hmm. you want to say, because he goes, you may know something that I don't know, right? Right. So if I go in there, and but and once you prove me wrong in that, then it's like okay. Like, spades a spade, dude. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to have a conversation. But he always goes in with, like, an open mind, wants to hear you out until you really... Not to prove to the other person. That and and he goes, I learned that way. Mm-hmm. Because he's like... That's a and a lot of times, he goes, I, I came in there with assumptions, but this person actually gave me knowledge, mm-hmm. and I learned, and then I made a different decision. So right there, there was a key moment... You got to do like an ego check, oh, right? For and sure. you got to be open, open to other people. Yeah, he doesn't just say that to say that. He right. says it because he goes, I'm going to go in there with an open mind. Like right. he's he's playing, he goes, he's not stupid, but he's just like, hey, I'm washing my mind of everything I know about this until I want to hear you talk about it. And then from there, I'm going to determine whether you actually know what you're talking about or not. So then... For it to be learning, learning, we just defined that it requires you to be uncomfortable, right? And open, vulnerable. And open to gaining new information that is foreign to you or it's different than what you know. Right. And then it requires practice. You're not going to, you said you watch it three times or whatever. Like you're not going to get it immediately the first time. So just because you're like, I don't get it. Well, then maybe it's more complicated than you think. Right. Um. If you just don't understand something, that doesn't give you an out. Yeah. Let's say you don't understand the tax code. Oh, they don't care. Like, oh, like, oh you did it wrong. Well, I just didn't understand it that way. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you still owe. <laughs> On the flip side, if you understand it well enough, you could get away with a lot more than right. whatever that cheating you were trying to do. You could do it legitimately right. way better. Right. But it requires learning. Right. Maybe the way you're doing it is wrong. Yeah. So so then then from there, we, we've talked about this before, the growth mindset. So a lot of this has to do with the mindset. Like you do have to have an open mind and you have to have an open attitude to it. 
But growth, growth is something where there are a lot of people that get to a certain point and they plateau, whether in their life, in their career, in their weight, in their financial situation, they plateau. And they're like, that's fine. But then you get to a certain point, hashtag midlife crisis, (laughs) they go, I've made big mistakes. (laughs) It's time to change, right? So in order to not have that like panic moment, I think it's important to just kind of continuously be improving and getting into that. If you put yourself in a growth mindset, so kind of gone first on these, how would you say growth mindset requires learning, but it's different enough from learning? You got to think bigger than what you already know. And what I mean by that is just, uh, I'm a dreamer. Mm-hmm. So I got to think, I, I dream big. But if I don't, if I don't implement the learning, like what we were just talking about, or have the capacity to just say, hey, like, I don't know how I'm going to get here, but like, I got to go learn Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some a model out there. Somebody's done it. Right. I I've go. used scalable growth. Right. I've heard you say, you know, what got you here isn't going to get you there. Right? right. So I think that's that kind of the key cornerstone of that growth mindset. Meaning even if what well, you've done everything right, but before you plateau, you have to understand that rinsing and repeating the same thing isn't going to just make something grow. No. It's going to keep it sane. So... If you want things to improve, if you want things to get better, if you want things to be elevated, if you want things to be in a better state than they are right now, some things have to change, which means things have to get uncomfortable, which means it's going to be different than what you know. (laughs) So I think that's the thing that people are grappling with. They like the end result. They right. want the end result. They want the change, the changed version. They want the new and improved. They don't want to put in the work to get there. And they want to get there as quickly but as if, possible uh, without any difficulty. But even if, let's just take the lottery. Okay. Because everybody's under this imagination, like, you win the lottery, like, like all my problems go away. Mm-hmm. Actually, it equals more problems because... And it, in, it increases your learning because now I got all this money that you still don't know how to manage that you still don't know how to manage. And just like, just think about the banks right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Like what if you had all your millions in that one bank that went under, mm-hmm. they're only covering that for like 250,000. Yep. Well, our, our presidents yeah. stepped in, but like, F I F whatever. Thank you. They only cover it for two fifty on legitimate banks, let alone venture capital, Bitcoin back. Right. Yeah. So you think about that. It's like, okay, I won the lotto and I had it all like, you have to learn Mm -hmm. just because you get what you've been praying for. You get like what you hope to get, like whatever. Or even worked hard for. Right. At the same time, if you're not 
learning about that or learning the pitfalls of that. Mm -hmm. If I didn't learn the pitfalls of winning the lottery, then I'm going to end up just like no everybody else broke. Right. So that's where like the journey, right? It's not so much the destination, it's the journey, right? When it comes to travel, say you want to get to Jamaica. I don't know if the journey is that much of the the, the triggers you're just like okay it's really more the destination you get there right. and you're doing that but when you're dealing with life the journey is critical to well, be able to have a healthy destination well let's go back to your jamaica thing mm-hmm. you gotta deal with i don't right. got no jamaica thing man no okay. well let's like okay, the example but the example mm-hmm. okay one thing's that my wife really respects about me now is when she goes on corporate travel like i'm not there Mm -hmm. like i'm not like hey let's go to this tsa because it's when you get through like that Mm -hmm. like i know we got to take the tram but i'm telling you like we'll walk right through we'll get you your coffee we'll get on the tram we're, we're good right or i know where i parked i know where all these things are so there's things that you have to think about even to get but you, to because you're an experienced traveler but i'm just saying like so you think about okay i gotta know like where am i gonna park it's not just about going to jamaica that that that's important i gotta know where to park okay i gotta i gotta carry on now i'm worried about like is it gonna get on like mm-hmm. what what zone am i mm-hmm. like and then then you get on the plane and you get all settled in and you're like okay now all of a sudden they come on for maintenance. All right, how long am I going to be here? Like, it's it's so much more that you can learn through that journey than just, well, what did I learn out of this? Okay, I know where I need to park now. <laughs> I know which TSA to go into if right. I want. So I had to learn that at yeah. some point. Yep. Right? So it's not just even about the destination. Like you're saying, it's the journey to get there. But in that, in that scenario, it's like one of my, men, my other mentors, he always said, like, he goes, you're driving down a freeway and the freeway sign says above you, keep going straight. Don't get off. But then you're like, yeah, but there's this exit. I wonder what's there. So you end up going off. And I think I did this in our first season. You get a flat tire. And then the next day, you do the same thing, flat tire again. Well, the, the thing about this journey is, is you end up, the difference between the first time you got a flat tire to whatever, how many times you got off on that exit and got a flat tire is, is the time it took you to change that tire got faster. Mm-hmm. Right. So just keep going straight. Yep. Keep going, have an open mind. I think uh, our last session we were talking about woke. Yeah, Sean should have a little bit of an open mind, but at some point, don't don't force me for whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. But I'll have an open mind, and I'll respect you enough as a person that's on this planet mm-hmm. to continue on. So if I hear you correctly, <laughs> you're going to go ramble. straight. <laughs> and the ones that keep choosing to get off, right. And learning to be a really good flat repairer, then that's your journey. That's your journey. You choose to get off, and but but I can also say I 
I could be a coach in that scenario. And this is where growth comes in to say, Hey, you're going to, you're going to keep getting the flat tire. Mm-hmm. I've learned just keep going straight, man. Yep. Yep. So in that growth, there needs to be course correction too, because you remember your natural default might be as much as you're even open to it. Your default might be to like, go back to that homeostasis. I want to go back to when I want to go back to the couch and eat potato chips. Sounds like a dream right now. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> uh, so, is it is there queso with those? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you keep bringing the queso. I love queso. Yeah. So, it would be tortilla chips and and queso, not, not potato chips. Well, whatever. Yeah, you have to something. I'll eat a potato chip and queso. I don't care. This is Texas. There has to be the right <laughs> potato chip and the right queso. You get the you get the weak potato chip and the strong uh, queso. Need, it'll break. Need, yeah, you need. And then the, you go with the second half to get you, the first half, and then that one breaks too. You're like, ah. You need that. Get a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> you need that kettle chip, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to get past the resistance, which is. Everything in your body is going to like, so when like you go on a run, you go a three mile run every day, right? Well, like, I think what you're trying to even say here with even going into the run thing, sorry to interrupt. No, uh, I, I but think it's like, point. it's um, like, obviously I'm having allergy problems right now. My eyes are like three times bigger. <laughs> I'm just dying. But I still went out today. And even though my time wasn't what I wanted, mm-hmm. I had to stop. Like my body's fighting it. Well, half that ra- half that run had to be against the wind. Yeah, I, it's a loop, and there was strong wind. So I'm like, well, you might have got the wind to your but back, I, but I, halfway through it, and I was just like, I, I, I can't go anymore. Like I just gotta walk. Mm-hmm. So I just walked home, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I still made an effort to go do it. That's right. the thing. Is like it would have been easy to say, I don't feel well. Mm-hmm. obviously I don't feel the justification, well. the justification of it. And I could have just stayed home and I would have, I would have been all right with it, but I was just like, you know what? Like me and you talked, like when we get sick, it's like, make it an yep. uncomfortable environment yeah. for it to be in. Pick the wrong body to invade. <laughs> this is just about to get crazy. Yeah. So that resistance, like that you push through, is what separates winners. And I'm not going to say losers, but quitters. Winners versus quitters. Because if you quit, you give up on the opportunity to win. Yeah. So it's taking the L by default. So if you're going through something and you're trying to improve yourself, in any way, physically, mentally, financially, understand it's not going to be easy. And everything in your mind, body, and soul is going to tell you to like, it ain't worth it. Stop. Because that's what it's designed to do. But you have to persevere. You have to push through in order to reach to that next summit. Well, even, I guess, for you, just explain what you saw last night with Mm -hmm. people raising their hands. Yeah, you've helped. Yeah, it it transformation of people either looking for jobs or wanting to 
change jobs or improve themselves, it required, like, I mean, some of them were people that had and, never been and, in a situation by the where way, they had to look for a job. The, by the way, this is when dog didn't have a job. Right. But, but telling someone else how to do it, knowing that it's the right process, but it hasn't kind of proven itself in you yet, but trusting the process and then seeing it bear fruit in somebody else reaffirms the process, but then kind of gives you more hope that like, okay, it's going to work and see it working in others, but it's going to work. But, you know, some of the people had never had to like actually fight or look for a job. Most of the jobs they had, somebody they knew, or maybe they would just, you know, from one thing led to another and that's just, or maybe they, got promoted into a position. They had never really come in and try to attain a position at that level or even higher. Back to the what got you here isn't going to get you there. Right. So maybe you came in as a manager, became kind of a director, and now you want to go for a VP position. Well, like you want to come in as a VP. Remember, you came in as a manager. manager. Right. So your manager resume is not even going to be looked close, at. Right. By a VP position. No. And and you're going to be like, everything you know isn't going to work. So it's it's important for... And some people were able to apply those things and bear fruit. And some people were like, I just went back and I'm just going to do that manager to director thing again. That's what they know. So, yeah. But you're Comfort. not going to get to the next summit. Right. Because the push was too hard. But yeah, like twenty people raised their hand last night. Yep, that it was. It was a matter of I think it was, and that was just in a room of about a hundred. Um, I I had stopped counting. I mean, I I knew it was more than a dozen. I just didn't know how many. But that was just twenty of them that were in that room that night. Um, that I said, you know, at some point, if I were able to give you like you know, find you know, career advice to get a job, raise your hand. Um. It was humbling, but at the same time, it was it was interesting because that was, like you said, that was during a time where I was looking for a job. And I was helping others to get a job. Um, but I, I, knew, I knew it would work because things that you've learned and things that you know are going to be good. But, I mean, there's some absolute no-nos, specifically jobs. I mean, if you got any typos on your job resume... <laughs> Have chat GPT do <laughs> seriously. seriously. Write me a job resume. I had one candidate um, just recently that interviewed uh, for a position that I was kind of um, on a panel. And this guy did not interview well. He had a pretty decent resume. And he was, he was I would say, in the top three candidates that he was vying for this position. He... Could have been a good contender. He bombed the interview. Like, it was really an uncomfortable interview and didn't answer the right questions. Didn't really, like, he kind of, like, you could, I would say within 15, 20 minutes, I think everybody knew he's not being considered anymore. But he, um, he kind of ended very overconfidently, not even jokingly, like, <laughs> Hey, looking forward to seeing you guys, you know, in April. And I'm thinking, 
I had to check with the hiring manager. I'm like, you didn't give him any sort of indication that he's going to get this thing, did you? He's like, no. I'm like, why was he saying that? And he goes, well, he even shared with me. He's like, yeah, it didn't go well. And I'm like, so here's the thing. If you had like some killer presentation or a killer interview, and now you want to add on the confidence that like, hey, I hope your search is over soon because I already nailed this job. Right. Okay, you could claim it. Like, oh, let's put a fork <laughs> in this. It. Yeah, it's, I'll give it. You guys still looking? Because I feel like the search is over, you know. But to cap on a terrible interview that you know you didn't do well with this, like, stupid confidence, it only showed the, the, disconnect. the disconnect between, like, reality and, like, what is going on? Like, it, it, it's like, are you unaware that it, it didn't go well? So um, sometimes that overconfidence. Um, and it's not about a body thing, but, you know, like I consider like guys that tuck in that like have no business tucking in. That's that overconfidence right there. Just. Or the let, tie, let the, the tie is like the back of the tie is like, Cause it's like you're a big guy and the, like they kept it long and the, the short end of the tie is like tucked into the back of your shirt. Yes. <laughs> or the short tie. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I feel like the overconfidence sometimes backfires and that shows a lack of awareness. That's back to the happy stupid. Well, I used to, I used to follow the dress for success type of stuff. And as much as I, I get it, I don't. Because I've seen multimillionaires mm -hmm. and they're run, running around in a Hawaiian shirt and you would never know that they're right. multimillionaires. Those who choose to impress based on like how they look, they're really just doing, it's just a facade. Yeah. There's no substance to it. They were even saying, like, the, of the top 50 billionaires, a lot of them drive, like, Honda Accords. Yeah. Basic cars. They're not... It's, like, the people that are, like, middle class or below that drive a lot of the, like, over-the-top luxury cars. Yeah, like, my neighbor, he's got a McLaren. I'm like, why, why, why are you buying a car that's worth more than your house? We have the same house. Like... <laughs> Actually, his house is smaller than mine. Right. So I'm just saying, like, we live on the same street, bro. Like, you know, quit flexing here. Like, oh. I'm just saying. He's like, like, I just like it. And I that's was like, cool. I, I, can, I could respect that. That's cool. I mean, but, like, I'm just saying, like, if, you, if you're carrying a credit card bill and you're putting, like, your, I don't know, Verizon bill on, a, on an Amex, or you're flexing like the latest iPhone 14. Right. Get an iPhone 11 and just that that's where you're at, man. Just pay that. Why do you have to have a 14 that you can't afford and you're just going to put it on a card? Right. And pay monthly on it. It doesn't even make sense to me. It's that image that more like if you're that shallow or the people that judge you that shallow, then you're in the wrong room. Because they say image is everything. It's not. It really isn't. No, but people like to think it. I, I told my wife like years ago, 
I said, so you want a $500 purse with like 100 bucks in it? Or you want a $100 purse with 500 bucks in it? Because the sum of that is still 600 bucks. So I'll take a hundred dollar purse with five hundred dollars in it. I'm like, that's that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how we've kind of lived it. Like, I don't, I don't want to. If you try to keep up with the Joneses, there's always someone higher. Uh, uh, well, hate to get spiritual, but I will. Um, but if that's in your heart, like Marnie, like you're talking about the purse, mm-hmm. guess what God's gonna do? He's still gonna give her the five hundred dollar purse mm-hmm. and still give her the. I'm saying if the budget was six hundred, I know. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're you're talking miracle now. Yeah, you're talking about it which from, it's happened. Yeah, it's from six hundred to like, I, I like, yeah, to a thousand, right? Where Marnie's boss was like, it's her birthday. Go get, go get, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, this is like what I was talking about. Was like foundational. It's like twenty. No, years ago. I know. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I mean Marnie was a huge mall. It's got to be name brand stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once we got together, I was like, I was going to Target and Walmart buying my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna wear I, it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna throw it out, and I'm gonna get another one. Right. So, and then so now, now if it's good quality stuff, I understand. And you, you, the care is different. It just depends what it is. Depends on what it is. Right. If it's a nice jacket, whatever, yep. she'll take care of it, just like you said. Yep. But the normal day-to-day stuff... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nope. That's why when we, like, overpack, it's, like, it's unnecessary. Because, you like, you're on vacation, you're out of your normal. I finally, I'm got, like my three fam- things, yeah, yeah. I finally got my family to carry on, man. Yeah. It's the best thing in the world. Like, I don't Short. have to wait for no luggage anymore. I just, we get off the plane and wherever we're going, we're there. That's it. And that's when, you know, when you take on that carry on, that's all you need. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so whatever fits in this little box. Especially if you're going to Jamaica or whatever. I'm like, yeah. you're going to be wearing that swimsuit for you days on You can just walk end. around in the swimsuit. That's yeah. it. And flops. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yep. And you can even wear it on the plane. So you don't have to pack these. <laughs> <laughs> so... I guess uh, this segment has been brought to you by Jamaica. Visit Jamaica. <laughs> Visit Jamaica, man. Hey, we're hey. open. Come yeah. on, guys. Visit the, streets, visit the street side merchants. Tell <laughs> <laughs> dog sent you. Yeah. For a special discount code. Is that dog's deal of the day? Dog's deal of the day. <laughs> you got a you get a ten dollar ganja ball for the price of a five. <laughs> <laughs> no assembly required <laughs> some assembly required yeah paper not included seriously jamaica yes we're we love to come yes we'll do we'll do dog and scoot we'll, there. we'll do it right on the beach yeah we bring our own wi-fi yeah <laughs> tiktok whatever peace out peace out